The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward, whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day at an unknown hour and will punish that servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did not make preparations nor act in accord with his will shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you think the world is about to end? When you hear about these floods and earthquakes, wars, and famines, does that sound like the end times? I get that question a lot. Well, Hal Lindsey thought so and wrote his bestseller, The Late Great Planet Earth, based on that theory. It was the best-selling nonfiction book of the 1970s, almost as popular as my books. Lindsay argued that current events in the 1970s were foretold in the Bible, and by the 1980s, Jesus' second coming would occur, and he would establish his 1,000-year reign called the Millennial Millennium. Lindsay insisted the decade of the 80s could very well be the last decade of history as we know it. But the only thing that ended with the 80s was big hair bands, and thank goodness. A better way to look at history, both its beginning and its end, is through the eyes of Pope St. John Paul II. On January 6, 2001, he wrote an apostolic letter called Novo Millennio Enuente, meaning on the beginning of the new millennium, the year 2000. There he cautioned Christians, the coincidence of this jubilee 
with the opening of a new millennium has helped Christians to become more aware of the mystery of Christ within the great horizon of history of salvation without any concession to millenarian fantasies. Did that phrase, millenarian fantasies, sound like a shot across the bow to Hal Lindsey and his like? Instead, the Pope Saint invited us to remember the past with gratitude, live the present with enthusiasm, and look forward to the future with confidence. And then he quoted Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. That, in other words, is how we Christians face the end of the world, with our confidence in Christ. In the Gospel today, Jesus also speaks about the end of time and his second coming. He urges his disciples, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. You know, if you read the New Testament carefully, you will hear this sense that the early church believed Jesus would return in their lifetime, kind of like how Hal Lindsey thought. And that hope an expectation was not entirely unfounded. Why not? Well, when the Roman army under General Titus marched on Jerusalem and destroyed the magnificent temple, it truly felt like the end of the world for them. Indeed, it was the end of the Old Testament world, whose religious, political, economic, and cultural center was the Jerusalem temple. The end of the temple signaled the end of the world in their eyes. So the early Christians and the New Testament writers were not wrong that their world would end imminently within their own generation. And yet, in Hebrews 13, verse 8, we hear the same bright-eyed confidence in Christ of Pope St. John Paul II. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And therefore, when we are rooted in Him, it doesn't matter if this world passes away. We will enjoy eternity in Christ. In other words, as the Pope urged us, do not give any concession to millenarian fantasies. Our confidence, that is our peace, our joy, our enthusiasm, our optimism, is in Christ. My friends, there is another sense in which we must worry about the end of the world. I do not mean the end of the whole world, like Hal Lindsey falsely predicted, but the end of our individual world, the end of our personal life. This week, I have two funerals. On Monday, I had the funeral for a 22-year-old man who died in a tragic motorcycle accident. 
And Thursday, I will have the funeral for a 77-year-old lady who died after a battle with cancer. Their individual worlds have come to an end, even if no one will make millions of dollars writing a book about it. We pray that they did what John Paul II advised and kept their eyes on Jesus, who is the same yesterday and today and forever. No matter how short or how long your life is. And that is how we too will enjoy eternity in Christ whenever this world comes to an end. Praised be Jesus Christ.